Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Any little bit helps, and we would really appreciate your support if you have the funds to do so. Hello, everyone. Um, I hope this podcast is finding you well And on this Friday. It's almost 5 o'clock. Um, sure many of you are getting out of your jobs or um, if you're like me and you work during nights um, you're getting ready for bed and stuff um, so I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't address this um, particular article that I came across um, it's some bad news coming out of Florida um, and this is spreading to other states too so this isn't this isn't exclusive to Florida I believe this is this is being attempted in Arkansas this is being attempted in Idaho, where when the Republicans see that the, the population are passing laws they don't like, particularly related to marijuana legalization for medical or adult use, or, um, you know, raising minimum wages or um, anything like that, Republicans sort of have a tantrum and they take their ball and go home and they try to make it harder for people to put ballot initiatives on the ballot. Um, I forgot who said this, but it's that it's like that saying goes where if if voting actually did anything, then the lawmakers would have banned it a long time ago. And this is a perfect example of that happening. So um so in Florida, they're going the Governor DeSantis is looking to kill recreational marijuana and they're um they he's, he's he might or might not sign a, a um law that's slated to come to his desk, which will restrict citizen petition drives. And um, this is terrible. Again, like I said, it's going on in Idaho. In Arkansas, they're attempting to do this. You know, they're just... In Arkansas, they're just so ticked off. It just gets under these, like, right-wing racist Republican skin that 
people will the people want cannabis to be decriminalized or legalized for medical purposes and now like i said they want to take their ball and go home and they want to make it harder for future cannabis and, and drug reform bills to, to be put on the ballot that's exactly what's going on you know they're seeing that um they can't wage this culture war posturing anymore because both parties are united on the issue it's like the one in our in our in our divided political scene in our divided political um environment it's like the one thing dems and republicans agree on like i i listen to podcasts from like i listen to cannabis podcasts from various different people from all over the spectrum you know i listen to conservative podcasters and they all agree we all agree on the, on, on on wanting these cannabis laws to be liberalized we all agree on having employment protections and and you know having this cheap and accessible and having home grow. We all agree on those goals. Like I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty pragmatic. I would like to say, uh, you know, I can work with people I don't agree with on maybe 70% of the issues, but if we agree on 30%, we can work together on that 30%. But it's like Kyle Kalinske said in, in secular talk, it has to be on your terms. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to bend to the other conservative things that people who have views that are conservative want like i'm not going to i'm not going to i'm not going to support like i'm not going to support not raising the minimum wage for example or continuing to blow up brown people for oil for example i'm not i'm not ever going to support that so but when it comes to cannabis i'm I'm willing to work with libertarians i'm willing to work with conservatives and conservative republicans we can we can find common cause in the same goals and I'm, i'm willing to do that i'm willing to go with the mat for that so let's read this article, and I'll give my commentary on the fly as well. Florida governor could kill recreational pot. And this is an article from the Miami New Times, and it's written by Carlos Miller. A last-minute effort by Florida Republican legislatures to legislators to restrict citizen petition drives is only a governor's signature away from becoming law. Governor Ron DeSantis, who has previously stated he sides with the will of the people, has made no indication of whether he will sign this bill. If he does, the law goes into effect immediately, affecting 27 petition drives seeking to place constitutional amendments on the 2020 general election ballot. Four of those seek to expand cannabis laws, and an issue widely supported by both Republican and Democratic voters. The petition at addressing pot includes two people seeking no includes two seeking to legalize adult use of cannabis and one that would allow citizens to grow their own weed. A fourth would allow would add mental illness to the list of debilitating conditions that would qualify a patient for a medical marijuana recommendation. Other active petitions will be affected, seek universal background checks for gun purchases and ban on assault rifles and minimum wage increases. Then there are measures that would require a vote for a single-payer health care and open primaries. Again, this is Republicans taking their ball and going home. You know, if, 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 if they catch wind that any initiative is going to weaken and attenuate their power, they, 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 they throw a, a tantrum and then they 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 try to ban initiatives to begin with so, so they can keep their stranglehold on culture war posturing and power but let's let's continue 
Then there are measures that would require a vote for a single-payer health system in open primaries, issues unlikely to be introduced by bills by the current Republican legislature, and likely the real reason for the bill. Quote, this is a death knell to citizens' right to self-governance, says Colby Wise, a volunteer court campaign coordinator for Floridians for Freedom, one of the two groups running a petition campaigns to legalize marijuana for adults over 21. Um, just an A-side, um, I don't know what I'm going to do this. I, I think I might do it next week, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do an episode where I read both the Florida initiatives, that both the adult use initiatives. I definitely favor the Florida for Floridians for freedom, and you'll see why in the episode. But um, I'm not. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it under wraps until next week. But let's let's continue. One two, one of two groups running the petition campaigns to legalize marijuana for adults over 21. Quote: I deeply, deeply hope the governor sees the wisdom in vetoing this bill and sending it back to the House, and hopefully they just let it go. Had the law been in effect during the last two elections, citizens' initiatives such as the legalization of medical marijuana and the restoration of voting rights for felons would likely never have made it onto the ballot. But both ended up vote, voted into law by an overwhelming majority of voters. Of course, the legislature then weakened the laws. Like, I hear all these people saying, oh, well, if it's a constitutional amendment, the, the legislature can't weaken it. Well, they have that 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 has happened twice in Florida. It happened it happened initially when um when medical was legalized and the petition said, "Oh, no smoking in public places." But then the Republican Party used that as leverage in the state to ban public smoke, I mean to ban smoking entirely and only make vaping edibles, no, only make vaping tinctures, pills and topicals legal. Even though the petition said that people can smoke their own cannabis, and 71, almost 72% of people wanted it legal in that state. It passed by the largest margin of any state. Yet the lawmakers latched on to one little thing and then decided, oh, we need to, we need to ban public smoking to protect the children and shit. And, oops, it swore, but too bad. Deal with it. Vote, voters on making initiative citizens ci citizen petitions more difficult were rejected. But then this past Friday, the final day of the 2019 legislative session, House Republicans added language from one of the rejected measures to House Bill 5, a tax bill that had nothing to do with petition drives, which the Senate quickly approved. Wow, this this Republican like this Republican legislature will stop at nothing to usurp the will of the people. An overwhelming majority voted last year to allow nonviolent felons to get their voting rights back after serving their time. It overwhelmingly passed by by like probably like almost seventy percent or so. I I don't quite remember the number off the top of my head, but it it passed. the The people wanted that law, but then the lawmakers at the last second added like all these fees that these people that these um these um newly freed citizens had to pay effectively making it like a poll tax and making it so they poison pilled the, the law even though an overwhelming majority of people approved it so let me let me continue the new language imposes fines between $50 to $250 for each signature turned in beyond a 30-day period from the date the petition was signed and adds fines of $1,000 per 
Let me read that again. And adds fines of $1,000 for petitions that are willingly not turned in at all. Wow. This, this Florida legislature needs to be repealed and replaced, if I'm to be honest. Wise says that those restrictions basically make petition drives impossible because petitioners sometimes don't turn in their signature petitions to campaign coordinators until weeks after they've obtained them. The, the measure also fails to take into account the approximately 25% of petitions that are missing dates or are otherwise illegible. I literally had thousands of signatures that can't be turned in, so that would be a $1,000 fine. Oh my god, this, they're so onerous and like, like, like ruthless in this Florida Republican legislature. It's, it's crazy. Wise calls DeSantis' office twice on Tuesday to gauge whether the governor plan, what the governor planned to do about the bill. A lot of stuff that happens at the last minute, he's a busy man. He probably doesn't even realize what is going on, Wise said. The Florida chapter of the League of Women Voters is also urging citizens to call DeSantis and ask him to veto House Bill 5. Wise posted the following on the Floridians for Freedom Facebook page. I'm going I'm going to I'm going to put this I'm going to put all of this in the um notes so you can you can call DeSantis and and contact him and let him know how you feel if you're if if you're a citizen of the Sunshine State. So I'll let me read the um let me read the um letter that I'm um, wise posted. We are all screwed. Please call 850-717-9337. Governor DeSantis today, tomorrow, and the day after too. Ask, beg, or demand he veto House Bill 5. Our legislators ended the 2019 legislative se se session by sleeping in a, a real poisonous pill so so deadly it will likely kill any chance for cannabis to be legal on, on our 2020 or any ballot via citizen in initiative ballot drives. For that matter, House Bill 5 will end Florida's House Bill 5 House Bill if House Bill 5 is allowed to go into law, the state of Florida will begin finding campaigns between $50 to $250 per signature whenever signatures are turned into the county supervisors election offices beyond 30 days from the date of signature and $1000 added a thousand dollars per petition when petitions aren't turned in at all. Campaigns could literally be fined millions of dollars attempting to improve our state via citizen ballot initiatives. Call Governor DeSantis now at 850-717-9337. Again, that's 850-717-9337. And urge him to veto House Bill 5. If you're a patient who appreciates our medical marijuana program or a felon who enjoys being allowed to vote again, well, this law would have prevented both citizen ballot initiatives from ever making it to the ballot in the first place. Please, we're asking, begging you all, call Governor DeSantis' office right now, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and encourage and empower our governor to veto House Bill 5. Here's the governor's number, 850 717-9337. I'm not going to get sick of ruining that number because this this is a heinous bill that needs to be struck down and resisted. Again, the phone number is 850-717-9337. I'm even memorizing the number now. The original intent of House Bill 
of House Bill 5 was to restrict the power of municipalities from adding new taxes without due process, which is something many citizens support. Whatever the bill hits, whenever the bill hits the desk, he has 15 days to either veto it or sign it, says Jonas Marquez, a spokesperson, I apologize for butchering his name, for DeSantis. If he doesn't veto after the 15-day period, then it automatically becomes law. If it does, the issue will likely end up in the Florida Supreme Court. And end of article. Um, I don't really have too much more to add. I'm going to put um, Governor DeSantis' contact information. I'm going to put that letter in the show notes as well. Um, resist this with every little thing you've got. You know, um, so many lives are at stake here. You know, this is life or medical marijuana is life or death to many people. Well, it isn't life or death to me because insomnia isn't a, isn't directly a deadly condition, you know, but I mean, if I go too long without my access, I, I can get pretty sick and I can, I can, I can, it can be very debilitating for me. And I'm sure a lot of people are in that position in Florida. So we got to fight this with everything we've got. Um, so as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friend, and resist tyranny and resist fake legalization and new prohibition. Peace out.